All right, in, in our last presentation, we left off at the bottom of page, it was seven? Oh, it was way up there. Yes, on Galatians, Galatians, Galatians. Yes, thank you. Galatians 2.13, yeah, you're right. Galatians 2.13, um, but we, 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 we were talking about how the tree, right, the curse. That's what we were talking about. Now I want to ask this question because this was attached to that last one. Can anyone, well, y'all can, but give me uh, uh, some, some good trees that bear good fruit. Apple, right? Amen. Apple. What's another one? Peach. Peach. Grape. Okay, I'll, I'll do mango. <laughs> mango. And give me another one. Um, avocado tree. Uh, Okay, avocado. So in these tree, we learn a lot, you know. Each one of these tree bear different fruits. So in God's garden, people bear different fruits, right? In God's garden, the different fruits they bear, they're still good to eat. So we should learn to, just like we love the different trees, we should learn to love the different people. Amen? And their different teachings. Y'all follow? Because the apple tree teaches things. It's an apple. Right. You know, uh, a peach tree is a tree, but it, it has a way, it, it has its way of teaching. You know, yes. And the mango tree, it has its way of making its fruit sweet. Amen. You know, and uh, what's this? The avocado has this way. Uh, it's a savory fruit. That, that's how that person likes to teach the truth that he understands. Amen. Right. But it's a tree. But the Lord expects, just like we recognize these different trees by their fruit, the Lord expects us to recognize the different teachers by what, how they teach. And the, what helps us to do so is the Bible. Amen? The Bible helps us to do so. So now I'm going to just take this. You know, James White is this apple tree. I'm going to put James White. A.T. Jones is this, this peach tree. Um, William Miller is this mango tree. Or give me another. Ellen White is this avocado tree. Amen? That's that. They're, they're the trees in God's garden. Amen? Matthew, Mark, Luke, hey, praise God, that's nice. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Amen, right? And here are these trees, and you can notice the difference in their teaching easily. Even with them, you notice the difference in their teaching. Amen. Mark is very simple. I mean, he's just simple. Luke, very particular. Matthew loved math. John loved the divine nature of Christ. Amen. He looked past the humanity to his divine nature. And, and, and Ellen White says God loved him the most because he loved to be in God's presence a lot. That, that's why he got the revelation of Jesus Christ, because he had the most receptive spirit. Christ loved all of them, but she says his spirit was the most receptive. He was always looking past the natural to the spiritual. That was his spirit. He was, it wasn't difficult so much like it was for the rest of them. Amen. So the Lord especially watered John and gave him a, this is all in God's garden. Amen. It's all in his garden. But what people always end up doing is hiding behind the men by lifting them up, be, uh, making them, putting them in the place of God. Amen. But they are only doing that to what? Lift themselves up. Satan can only be lifted up as he, if he's attached to Christ. That's the only way he can go up. If he reveals who he really is, no one's not going to praise him. So the only way for Satan to get praise is by taking on the name of Christ. Amen. Yes. 
will I draw men. So what is Satan going to do? I'm going to lift up Christ so that I can do what? Draw men to me. But in lifting up Christ, I'm going to pervert the teachings of Christ so that men will accept my teaching. But God only allows Satan to do that for a time. Amen? He can only do that for a time. So I only did that for us to, to see that the natural teachings of spiritual, when we really sit down and consider these things, they, they, they really do teach to us. Now, we're not to hide <coughs> behind these men. We're to hide behind the teachings of these men, that which, because they point to who? To Christ. They point to Christ. So we're going to look at some of these things. Let's go into this, the next thought. And this is why, naturally, every one of us automatically hides behind men. Every one of us. Our first parents, I like this. You know, there was something I learned this week um, about George Washington. And what makes a father a father is the, the they said a, the, a father, whatever a father does, how do you say it? A father sets the rule for what everything will be after. So they says George Washington had the power to, to be in office five times if he wanted to. But George Washington realized that if he did that, he sets a precedence. He becomes the father of how long a president should rule. So he only did it twice. So because he did it twice, he set that rule for the presidency because he was the first president. So the, the rule is a father is someone who sets the standard for everything that follows. That's what a father is. So if I want Aaron to do certain things, I need to do certain things because Aaron, he naturally has to do what I do because it's the law of nature. Naturally, he's going to do it. And this is what Christ is doing everything in his power to break because our first parents naturally clung to the trees and the fig leaves. They naturally did it. And because they naturally did it, every child they had has that disposition in them. Every child they have. Amen? So Christ, he had to be made like us and take on that disposition and go against the grain. That's what he did because he came from his father. So he took on the natural disposition of his who? Of his father. So his father sets the standard and Christ just naturally follows. Amen? And those who are born again becomes part of that family. So it should be natural for us to do what God says. Amen? Y'all follow? That's, the, that's what the Lord is trying to set back. He's trying to put things naturally back in its, in its order once again. But it's always going to be a fight because there's an antagonistic father, Satan. Because he's a liar, every child, he's the chief, has to follow what he did. Y'all follow? And it's not going to change. So we should be able to see what fruit people are bearing. Because they naturally have to follow what the father has said. Y'all follow? Amen. Go ahead, Ramon. Well, I was saying, like, you, you made a statement, and, and um, before, and you stated that <coughs> we're the only ones in this earth learning these things now. So we get to be fathers. Yeah, we're like, Amen. we're like in the stage of a father. Amen. So it, that's a, it's, it's a, it's a it's, fearful it's a responsibility. Great, it's a great yeah. insulting thing, but it's very fair because the higher you go, the, the much further you have to fall if you fall. Amen. So and you're setting a standard. Yeah, you and you know how, I, how you, you know how you know that's true? That's what Jeff did. Exactly, yeah. And and exactly. that's what he did, you know? And that's what William Miller did. Yeah, he yeah. Set, they set Mark that standard, Miller. yes. Yeah. Amen. So, you're yeah, so, Now, all I'm saying is that this is speaking to us. Like, this is 
help Amen. speak to everybody here that we are at this point to where like we we have to have these things right. Bring our bodies into subjection. Amen. Because we are setting a standard for Amen. for uh, others. The next way mark and on and on. Amen. So do we think that God is gonna have us set some foolish standard? He's not going to have us set some foolish standard. Yes, and that's why he's having us put our feet on the Bible. He, the standard God wants us to set is that the Bible is to be our guide. The, the disease that Jeff, Parminda, Jamal, Mark, us, every one of us have is the same disease our first parents had, the desire to follow a man. That's the disease that we all have. We all have this desire to follow somebody other than Christ. So Christ became a man. God gave us the gift. He gave us the man that we can safely follow. Amen? Because Christ wasn't about lifting himself up. He was about lifting God up. So we can safely follow the man that puts God first. Amen? That's, who we, that's why God gave us the Bible. Follow this man. The Bible is a man. And it can also be a woman based upon the context you want to teach. Amen. You follow? But we're looking at the context of, of this man. That man is to guide us. But it can also be a woman, as I said, based upon your context, because Christ is the father and his wife is the truth. Y'all follow? Christ is married to the truth. And, and the father, Christ, and the truth makes children. That's where we come in. We are the children of Christ and the Bible, the truth. Y'all follow? And we are going to manifest the fruits of the Father and the Bible, the mother. Y'all follow? That's what, that's what, we can go to Proverbs where it says a woman is wisdom and understanding and all of these things. And you just go to Revelation 12, the woman brought forth the truth, brought forth Christ. And, and the Father is God of that truth that brought forth his son Christ. And so there's many angles you can go from, but that's not our focus for right now. We just want to go back now to the Bible. So let's go back to this. Arms of flesh, jump down. And go down with me to constantly. And just, uh, uh, we're gonna, this is why Satan, because he knows that that is in our nature to always go after a man. So what do you think he's going to try to do the most? Tempt you to go after a man. That's what he's going to, because he knows that's our natural disposition. It's our natural. So he takes advantage of this disposition. We, Ellen White says we must understand ourselves. Amen. So let's go down constantly. It says without variation, deviation or change. What's the underline? Always. always. So let's look at always at all times invariably. So let's look at invariably on every occasion. So constantly means at all times on every occasion. So let's see what Satan constantly does. Satan is what? At all times on every occasion. Always. Endeavoring to attract attention to who? Man. So what is he always doing? Every, even right now, he's going to try to make y'all attract your attention to, to us up here teaching. Even right now, he's doing that. Trying to make y'all put y'all confidence in the person standing here opening the scriptures to you. Y'all following? Mm -hmm. and, and instead of the scriptures. But the one who understands that this is a disposition that we naturally have, will constantly try to direct people's mind, praise the Lord, to the Bible. Amen? Amen? The man that stands here that knows our weakness will be sure to say, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin. That's not my job. Amen? 
That's not my position. I, I'm, just, I'm just sharing the light that the Lord share with me. Go to the source and get the light for yourself. Amen? The, the man who understands man's weakness will do everything in his power to lift that brother or sister above that weakness. But Satan will do everything in his power to exalt that weakness. And our weaknesses, because of our first parents, we always look to man for help. That's our weakness. God wants us to go to the man, Christ Jesus. Wives, yes, it's right to look to your husbands for help, but you must learn to stand on your own at times as well. Amen? You must learn to, to defend for yourselves what you understand to be true, but not, but if you really love your husband and you know your husband is walking in the Lord, what will you do? Submit. And men, because we know this is a weakness for our wives, what does the command of the Bible says for us to do? Love our, our, our wives as Christ, what? Love the church and gave himself. That's our command, and that's the woman's command. And if we follow that command, and the wife follows that command, there'll always be unity. There'll always that's true unity, independence in Christ. That's unity. Because if you follow Christ, Christ is going to tell you, obey your husband. And if you follow Christ, He's going to tell the husband, love your wife. Amen. That's what, and He's going to say, children, honor your father and your mother. That's what He's going to say. Amen. That's true independency. And true independency is that God tells you what to do. Amen? That's true independence. God tells you what to do. But you can only know what God is telling you to do if you go and study out what God says to study. Amen? So let us continue. Go ahead. Amen. So when we go our own way, we're actually taking away our, our You're becoming God now. Now you're trying to be God. That's once you go your own way. And then we take away our individuality and our And others. Yeah. And others, yes. Because with the way you're going, you're not going to go alone. You're going to try to bring somebody with you. Amen. Because the way you go with God, you're not going alone. You're going to try to bring somebody yeah. with you. Because yeah. it's a law that God has put in. Yeah. That's the law he's put in nature. If you sin, you're not going to hell alone. And if you, do if you go to heaven, you're not going to heaven alone. It's a law that the Lord has put in Amen. the universe. Amen? Not good man, man should be alone. Amen. Even in doing evil, we don't want to be alone. Be alone. You can't. Amen. And Eve showed us that. She ate, gave it to Adam. Amen? It's, it, it, it just, that's just how it is. Satan didn't sin by himself. He took others with him. So that law is set in motion. So let us continue. Satan is constantly, always, on every occasion, um, at all times, endeavoring to attract attention to man in the place of God. He leads the people to what? To look to bishops, to pastors, to professors of theology as their what? Guides. Because we know this, God's people who are sincerely his will lead people to look to the Bible. Amen. This is the true spirit. We will lead others to put their faith in the word of God. So it says, instead of searching the scriptures to learn their, learn their duty for who? For themselves. God, next quote, God is our strength. We must look to him for wisdom and guidance. And with his glory in view and, and the good of the church, 
and the salvation of our own souls overcome our besetting sins. Each individual should seek to obtain new victory. How much? Every day. This is, this, amen, constant. I like that. Amen on every occasion. Praise the Lord. So every day we should be seeking new victory over what? Over sin, right? Over sin. But what does she connect this to? This, this, what does she connect this context to? Let's look at the next one. We must learn to stand how? Alone and depend wholly upon who? God. The sooner we learn this, the what? The better. So what context is, is overcoming daily connected to? Stop learning to lean on man. Y'all follow? Stop learning to lean on somebody else for your understanding. Understand the scriptures for yourself. Amen? Sit down and study these things out and go over them. Instead of picking up your phone and calling somebody to explain something to you all the time, not saying you shouldn't do it, pick up your, your phone called prayer and ask God to reveal this to you. And he will dispatch an angel from heaven to come and explain that thought to you. Amen? The Lord wants us to be like that. The, the, what does she say? The sooner we learn this how, the better. The sooner we learn to go to God for our understanding of Scripture. Now, this is not saying we don't listen to men. The Lord don't teach that. That's already our natural disposition. We will naturally listen to any man that satisfies what's in my heart. Everybody does that. Yeah. Anyone that I, that I agree with, I will listen to that person. But let somebody cross my opinion. Mm -hmm. I naturally don't want to listen to that. I go with every one of us is like that. But we must know that that's our natural disposition. We must understand ourselves. But we must know that God will try our spirit. He will, he will reveal what's in our heart by sending new light in a new way. But it's the same light just in a new way of teaching it. How is he going to do that? By sending one of the trees of the garden. Who doesn't teach like an apple, he teach like a peach. But he's teaching the same thing the apple's teaching. Y'all follow? So it's the, he's, he's teaching the same thing, but you're going to refuse it because it doesn't agree with, with what I already understand. That's foolish because God has, you don't, you don't say I'm not going to eat a peach because it, it doesn't taste like an apple. <laughs> Nobody does that. I'm not expecting a peach to taste like an apple. That's just dumb. So why would I expect Romario to come up here and taste like how I taste? That makes no sense. Romario has, Romario has a trait that God has given him, and he teaches the way the Lord has given him to teach. So I listen to what he's saying, and I just take my Bible. Oh, man, he's right. That is, that is right. He said it that way. Praise the Lord. The Lord gave him it because he makes what God's word sweet in that way, in the way he teaches it. Amen? Swindon makes it sweet in the way he teaches it. So does Rashad, so does Kerry, when at times Kerry will say something, and she makes it, she showed me something the other day, she made it sweet in the way the Lord showed it to her. And she, and, and I'm like, that is sweet. And I ate that because I know it lines up with the Bible. And Lisa does it to me every day. She will be watching something, and she says, Daddy, this is that. And, and I'm like, I'm like, Lisa, that is, that is really nice. I would, you, just, you just made that sweet. I have never seen that before. Amen. And I ate it because it's good food. Amen. It's good food because I know that the source of this food was the Bible. She used the rule. Natural teaches the spiritual. And she just looked for the spiritual and everything her eyes looks upon. And she says, Daddy, I see that. And I said, Lisa, praise the Lord. That is right. And I eat that fruit because it tastes good. And then the Lord shows me something 
to that and her and I have a nice conversation. Amen? Yeah, Go ahead. That's really nice because when you broke it down with that where each man is a different fruit and you receive it and eat it, that's how you become the tree of life. Amen. Tree of different life manners. Different yeah, amen. 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 So, so we could appeal to everyone. Amen. Yeah, so amen. Any man that comes with a different uh, way of teaching the fruit, that's, nice. that's a different fruit and it's amen. for that season. So what I like though, Amen. The Bible is the tree of life, and the fruits is the people coming by, by sharing the food they got from that Bible. Amen. 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 I, that's, that's a nice thought. Amen. But I, is everyone seeing that? Yeah. All right. Praise God. So let's go back. Um, jump down with me now to the second part. I just had to put that one in there. So now let's go down to the second part. Search. God really wants us not to be afraid of light coming to us. Amen. Even if it's darkness coming to us, we shouldn't be afraid. Even if a man coming to us teaching the most deadliest error, like Christ, even if it was the demoniac of teaching, we are to stand there unmoved because we know the Bible is our guide. But if a man is your guide and he's not there, when you see the demoniac, guess what you're going to do? Run. You're going you're gonna, to find a tree yeah, to hide behind. Amen. To help you to fight that demoniac when you should have been like Christ and stood there as a tree unmoved because you know God is behind me. Amen. Luther says, I know that God is with me and not with them. And he stood unmoved to the Pope. The Pope was the demoniac that was coming at Luther. And like Christ, he stood there unmoved. And everybody else that was with Luther, what did they do? Ran to hide themselves. Amen. God wants us to be a, a, a powerful and fearless people, but fearful of him. Amen? Fearful of only him and what he can do, but we don't fear what people teach and the nonsense. You know, this morning the Lord showed something with that. It's not what goes in the man that defiles the man. It's what? So by hearing what people teach and it comes in, that's not what defiles you, is if you repeat it back. You follow is if you teach it back so standing before people and hearing them talk to you we shouldn't be afraid of that Christ says if it's there it's not gonna defile you because there are angels there to protect you and to shield you from their nonsense as long as you don't put yourself in harm's way intentionally that's that's just ignorant that's nice Amen. I really want that spirit. I re but the only way to have that is to be put in that position all the time. Yep. It's to be put in a position where something's being taught that I don't agree with and I don't like, but you know what? God, your Bible's my guide. Help me. That's it. Help me. And just stand there and listen. And like I said, I, that happened this week. And, I, I, and the opportunity came. And I used to, I, I, I do get excited when I talk about the Bible. Those of you who know me, I do. You know, and I, I had to listen. You know, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to listen. And I had to train. I'm just going to listen. It doesn't matter what this person is saying. I'm just going to listen. It was hard. I know it was foolish, but I had to listen. And I listened and I tried my best. And when he was finished, I just said, what about this? What about that? And he was silent. Couldn't say anything. I was like, God, praise God. I, and and for, that showed me there is real power in the truth. There is real power in the truth. And when we tap into this power, we really will not be afraid of anybody that, that comes near you. But you, that will only be true if the map is your guide. Mm -hmm. 
If the map is not your guide, you're going you're gonna to be afraid. I promise you, you're going to be afraid. Go ahead. Yeah, amen. Yes. That's the fig leaves. Yeah, that's the fig leaves. Yeah, you're hiding behind their teachings and, and all of these things. You, but the literal man you're talking about is, is like the like the Dwayne Lemons of the day, the Doug Bachelors, the Walter Vites, and all. they're hiding behind these men's teaching. But I promise you, those men's teaching is not in harmony with the light for this time. Their teaching is against the voice that came in 1989. And people in Adventism is still hiding behind Vite, Bohr, Doug Batchelor, Dwayne Lemon, and, and all of these famous teach these trees in Adventism, they're hiding behind these trees to hide from the voice that came in 1989. But the Lord is going to reveal this nonsense at the midnight cry. That's what he's going to do. They're going to they're be forced to come out from behind those trees because the Lord is going to bring a crisis that puts those trees in danger of being cut down by the axe. Amen. He's going to cut them down by the axe. That's what John did. John cut down those foolish trees and brought them out from hiding, and they were forced to now reveal the true nature of their teachings. Amen? That's what our loving God is going to do. He's going to rescue those people from those deceptive teachings. It says, we want to understand the time in which we live. We do not half understand it. We do not half take it in. My heart trembles in me when I think of what a foe we have to meet. Do, do we believe this? We should be trembling. Satan is a terrible foe. He's a terrible foe. And we're going to have to meet him. He's going to come to us face to face. And the only defense we have is the Bible. Amen? It says, and how poorly we are prepared to meet him. The trials of the children of Christ, listen to this, have been presented before me again and again to illustrate the position of the people of God in their experience before the second coming of Christ. How the enemy sought every what? Everything. At all times. Always. Always. What did he do in Jesus' day? Where did he make the people put their faith? In the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the men of their day. That's where he made them put their faith. So just before the second coming, she says, the same thing is going to take place. Amen? Just before the second coming, it's going to happen again. The world is going to put their, their whole confidence in the papacy, the, the dragon, and the false prophet. The entire world is going to put their weight upon those three powers. Do you know why? Because Islam is going to wreak havoc in this earth. And the only help people is going to find, as they think, is in those powers. Y'all follow? Islam is going to wreak havoc because Satan is going to make sure Islam does that to force people on all times, at all occasions, to go to men to find refuge. Y'all follow? Islam's going to wreak some terrible havoc, and people don't understand this. But we know we can't run to the, the Islam, nor can we run to the papacy. The only safety we have is the Bible, and the Bible only. That's the only safety we have. So going on, it says, the trials of the children of... Oh, I read that. It says, how the enemy sought every occasion to take control of the minds of the what? The Jews, and today he's seeking to blind the minds of God's servants that they may not be able to discern the precious truth. Oh, how Christ longed, how his heart burned to open to the priests the greater treasures of the truth. But their minds had been cast in such a mold that it was next to an impossibility to reveal to them the truth relating to his kingdom. The scriptures had not been read aright. 
The Jews had been looking for the advent of the Messiah, but they had thought he must come in all the glory that will attend his second appearance. We're seeing that today. Because he did not come with all the majesty of the king, they utterly because 9-11 didn't happen with all the majesty of a king, they utterly are refusing the teaching that Jeff Piffinger taught. Y'all following? Not just the movement now, everyone, Adventists, everyone, everyone in Adventists thought it should have came through the leaders in the conference. Everyone at 2014 thought it was coming through Jamal and them. Everyone in 2016 still think it should come through Jeff and Parminda. Fifth day of the fourth month, they think it should come through Tree of Life. But the whole time, God is saying, it comes through the Bible. It comes through the Bible. Jeff came to point you people to the Bible. The people in 2014 was pointing you to the Bible. The people in 2016 was pointing you to the Bible. The people in the fifth or the fourth month is going to be pointing you to the Bible. But you lift, you lift up the conference, lift up um, Jamal and them, Lift up Piffinger in 2016, lifting up Tree of Life here. So what are some people going to do at the midnight cry? The same sin, showing that they haven't been cured from the disease that Adam and Eve passed down from generation to generation to generation. But Abraham, Noah, Abel, Seth, David, Samuel, Paul, Peter, James, Ellen, Joseph, Miller, overcome that sin. Luther, they made the Bible their guides. Amen? And Jesus, the chief leader of all the children of God who makes the Bible their guide, gave all of them the power to resist that powerful influence of putting their confidence only in men. Amen? God wants us to overcome that, and we overcome it by the Bible. And right now, we need to take advantage of this opportunity that Jesus is here teaching us. The Bible says he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning his what? Self. So every one of us right now in this room have the opportunity literally to go on our knees and ask Christ about any one of these things, and he will expound to you all the things in the scriptures concerning himself. Every one of us. And he, you know what he'll tell you if you want to understand the 2300 days? Go to one of the trees of the garden. Amen. <laughs> go listen to what Joseph Bates had to say about it, about the 2300 days or 25. Go, go, go listen to what they have to say and eat that fruit because it's good fruit. He told you this is the table. This is the food Christ says to eat. Amen. So eat it. It's good food. And then when you, when, after you finish eating this, know and understand that these point to a new truth that came in 89. And, and God gave us a time in the magazine saying right here, I like Romario put that, the war that's going on with Ukraine and Russia, the time in the magazine, what did they say? Return of history. And what is the Lord teaching us before that war came out and the time in the magazine came? Return to history. It's in harmony with the time. The truth he's teaching us lines up with the, the thing the world understands. The conflict they're fighting, they know it's connected to 1989. So we should know that this is connected to 1989. The, the, the truth for the time is lined up perfectly with history. This is Christ trying to reveal himself to us. Amen. He's trying to reveal himself to us. And he's saying, look, this is the time I'm here right now. If you want to understand any aspect of this, not, not understanding should I return tithes, you should be past that. Not understanding is a Sabbath the seventh day, you should be past that. 
Not understand it, man, is he in the most holy place? That's nonsense. You should understand that. Understand the light that's for your time. Amen. Amen? What is the new development of the truth? Yes, obviously, you're probably going to have to go back to the old in order to really get it. But you know what our loving Christ will do? He'll do that because that's what he did in Luke 24. He brought them back to the old paths and he showed them so that they can comprehend the light for their time. Amen? But here's where people struggle. Whenever something's introduced, they're afraid of it every time. But let's continue now. I'm probably not going to get down to it, but controverted points. Controvert. Let's look at what it means. Did I finished that last quote? Yes. Controvert. To dispute, to oppose by reasoning, to contend against in words or writings, to deny and attempt to disprove or, con or, 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 or confute. That's what the papacy does. Atheism doesn't do that. Atheism just says garbage. This one contends and, and tries to refute and overthrow. Not that atheism doesn't do it, but they do it using things that the Christian automatically looks like. Nonsense. But this one takes the Bible and tries to refute the truth. Amen? That's what this one does, um, Catholicism. That one is harder to deal with because it actually takes the Bible and tries to overthrow the Bible. Amen? It's a auto Catholicism is an autoimmune disease. It, it, it uses the body to fight itself. That's, that's, that's what it does. So let's continue. It says, the Holy Spirit is wanting in our work. Nothing frightens me more than to see the spirit of variance manifested by our brethren. We are on dangerous ground when we cannot meet together like Christians and courteously examine controverted points. I feel like fleeing from the place lest I receive the mold of those who cannot candidly investigate the doctrines of the Bible. Go down, impartially, without bias of judgment, without prejudice, without inclination to favor one party or side more than another, equitably, justly. Those who cannot impartially examine the evidences of a position that differs from theirs are not fit to what? Isn't that what we saw the fifth day of the fourth month? The time that we ought to be teachers. We have need that what? One teaches again. We weren't fit. We couldn't candidly have our positions challenged or opposed. But by the grace of God, God has really been helping us to overcome that. Have y'all noticed the last prophecy seminar? He's been driving this thought home to us. And I believe he's doing that because of the next step we're about to come to. A light is going to come, and we must have the spirit that's willing to sit down and hear it out. We may be married, and that light that comes may cause a division. Right? But you can't be partial. You can't be for your wife because she doesn't agree. And you can't be for your husband because he agrees. You have to be for the Bible. Amen? You can't be for your brother because he doesn't agree. You can't be for your mother because she agrees. You have to be impartial. You have to candidly look at the truth and go with a clear, thus saith the Lord. And that's that. Amen? That's going to be a hard test. It's really going to be hard. Amen? And the, and the Lord wants us all to be, he doesn't want any of us to fall. Because if every one of us is making the Bible our guide and our map, then we won't fear that, that test when it comes. It, we, we just won't fear it. And the Lord really wants us to, to, to understand that. God forbid any of us rise up against that light that's going to come. God forbid any of us do it. And, but those who sees this rising up will know it can only come in one of these two spirits. Y'all follow? They're either going to rise up like a Catholic or rise up like an atheist. That's it. 
You're going to immediately refuse the light like an atheist and say it's a false light, or you're going to be a Catholic and say, well, I accept the light, but what about this? What about that? What about that? If it was really this, wouldn't it be, what do you mean, if it was really that? It's really this. Yeah, but I'm hearing what you're saying, but I didn't hear Romario say that. Yeah, Swindon didn't teach that. It, so what, what do you mean, if, though? Does the Bible teach that? Is that what the Bible's saying? Is it saying that? Well, if it's saying that, guess what he's going to do? He's going to accept it, right? The Lord really wants us to, to, to be at that place when, we, when we, can, we can discern these things. Amen? So it says, jump down with me to the next one, um, to the next. No, ah, this is the part I love, this one. No one is able, listen to this part, no one, not a single person, is able to explain the scriptures without the what? Aid of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Nobody. Do y'all see what she's saying here? Not teaching the scriptures. That's one thing she's saying. That's one thing she's saying. When you see the scriptures explained, Who's actually helping him? The Holy Spirit. So you should know that the Spirit is guiding that person. Y'all follow? They should have seen that with Jeff Piffinger. He was explaining the scriptures. That was not the work of man. They should have seen it at 2014, that he was explaining the scriptures. It was not the work of man. They should have seen it in 2016. When the scriptures was being explained, it was not the work of man. They should see it at the fifth day of the fourth month. The scriptures right now is being explained. This is not, see it, Swindon come up here, Rashad or Romario come up here explaining something, and it makes sense. She says right here, no one, no one, no one means what? No one, not one is a liar. The only other spirit alternative to this one is what? Satan. So there's really only two spirits working in man. Amen? This is clear as day. No one. Christ says, I do nothing of myself. The words which you hear are not mine, but his who gave them to me. That's why Christ says the preaching, that's the sign. Because no man has the power to explain the Bible. Nobody. And I know that because in Revelation 4, John wept because no one in heaven, no one in earth, no one anywhere can open the scriptures. And then the elder says, John, weep not. God found somebody who can do it. Jesus can do it. And that's what Jesus is doing right here. Amen. Right here. I love this. This is a promise for me. And this helps you not to be afraid of a single person. Nobody. Because you know whatever explanation he gives is either the Holy Spirit or is Satan's spirit. That's it. Every time you, I, any one of us, we are either being controlled by the Holy Spirit or Satan's spirit. Our behavior today is either influenced by the Holy Spirit or Satan's spirit. Amen? And we have to see that. Nobody on planet Earth is exempt from this. Nobody. 
everyone on planet Earth is being guided by one of two spirits, the Holy Spirit or Satan's spirit. At times we do mess up and manifest Satan's spirit. Peter did too, right? He did. David did too. He, he took another man's wife. Abraham did too. He lied. Moses did too. He killed. But praise God, a just man falls how many times? Seven times, and what does he do? He rises back up. Notice what the Bible says. He was just even when he fell. It says a just man what? Fall. He's just even when he fell. God sees the end, not from the beginning. Amen? God says Job was just before the end because God sees the end, what he will become. So the Lord declares him just even when he fell. He's just. Yes, he messed up, but he's my just servant. Amen? Because he rose back up to show he's just. So even though we might manifest Satan's spirit at times, if you're just, what will you do? Get back up and continue on. And the man who sees you get up, he should be just in receiving you again, even though you messed up. Amen? Yes, the prodigal son. That's the lesson. So praise the Lord. So let us continue. Uh, that's why I say I love that. There's a lot of lessons in that. And I just want us to see every explanation of the scripture is either by the Holy Spirit or not. Nobody, no one, I don't care. If you went into the Bible and you saw something, you didn't find that on your own. Somebody showed it to you. It's either the Holy Spirit or Satan. It, you did not find that. It's either the Holy Spirit or Satan. That's it. Amen? That's it. So we either praise God for what he's shown us or we praise Satan. <laughs> That's the only option we have. That's it. But I want to say praise God. Amen. So we need to recognize the Bible when it's being explained. Unfortunately, Adventism couldn't recognize that Jeff was being used by the Holy Spirit. They couldn't recognize it. They saw only a man. Until this day, they still have that disease by only seeing a man. <laughs> Amen. But going on, they don't know the Spirit. Amen. But when you take up the Word of God with a humble, teachable heart, that I love this too. The angels of God will be by your side to impress you with evidences of the truth. When the Spirit of God rests upon you, love this too, there will be no feeling of envy or jealousy in examining another's position. They, you know the, our brethren's refusing this? They're showing that the Spirit of God is not what? Resting upon them. They're full of jealousy, envy, and prejudice. And they are unwilling to examine, and because they won't examine it, they're being a pope in preventing others from examining it. Telling them don't listen to it because the devil's teaching them. Let the people decide that for themselves. They have their Bibles. Go see if the words be of God or if they be of men. It's that, it's that simple. Amen? So going on, it says, Such as Satan inspired in the hearts of the Jewish leaders against Christ, as Christ says to Nicodemus, so say I to you, ye must be born again. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must have the divine mold before you can discern the sacred claims of the truth. Unless the teacher is a learner in the school of Christ, he is not fitted to teach others. Go down to this next one. We should come into a position where every difference will be melted away. If I think, if I what? If I think... I have light, I shall do my duty in presenting it. So wait a minute, it's a sin to have light and not present it. Because how do I know it's a sin? Christ says, let your light so shine before men. 
Amen? You don't hide. If you think you have light, let it shine. In other words, open your light up to investigation. Let people come and investigate it if it's light. If it's light, the Holy Spirit will show them. If it's not light, the Holy Spirit will show them. Amen? Yes, amen. That's what the Son teaches. Amen. 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 And you haven't done it. And you, and you may have not have done it. Some of us may have done it. How else are we going to know if it's light if you don't open your mouth? Amen. So let's continue. Suppose I consulted others concerning the message the Lord would have me give to the people. The door might be closed so that the light might not reach the ones to whom God had sent it. And jump down. She's going to refer to this to triumphal entry. Amen. She's going to use the lesson of the triumphal entry to support this. That's why I love what the Lord is teaching us. The, it's parallels and lessons. Amen. And but at the same time, I'm going to mingle. I'm going to mix the two. I'm going to show the lesson and show a parallel. And I want us to see something by this parallel. Where's the triumphal entry? First of all, where where is it parallel strongly in history? All right. The midnight cry. Everyone heard that, right? This is clear. Just go read early writings or great, I believe, great controversy too, right? Yeah. She says the triumphal entry was the midnight cry. Yeah. Where overwhelming evidence was given to the truth. Okay, remember that. All right? Re please remember that. What are we saying we're coming to? So what is this going to be like? The triumphal entry. So overwhelming evidence is going to be given. What did the Protestants try to do at the midnight cry? Quiet it. What did they try to do um, in 2016? Quiet it. So what's going to happen here? The same thing, the same thing, and woe be upon us if it's, ever, if it's any one of us that tries to quiet it. You follow? We woe is us if we try to stop the influence of that power because it won't be stopped. Nothing was anything able to stop it there. No, no. was anything able to stop it in 2016 in our regards? No. Joseph Bates. Yes, Amen. Yes, Amen. Yes. Amen. For him, but yeah, prophecy still was going to be fulfilled. He recognized it. Amen. And share that light. Amen. And praise the Lord. And the reason why I'm saying that, we won't, the midnight cry is an unstoppable movement. It won't be stopped. Nothing will be able to get in the way of it. Yeah, it's going to sweep. But Satan is going to put up a fight. He's going to do everything in his power to try to stop it. Because the close of probation, that's the true midnight cry if we want to receive it. Yep. That's the real triumphal entry. Where Satan is in all of his power is going to... Because how, what is, why is that the triumphal entry? Jesus is literally coming. Yeah. He's literally coming, yes. And, and we are going to see him... If we're faithful, we're going to see that powerful light of Christ. I mean, oh man, I could only picture it in my mind how it's going to look because the, the walls of Jericho shows how it's going to be. The priest was carrying the ark and um, she, she says people went out in front and there was a guard of people there. So I'm like, so when Christ is coming, the ark is going to be right there. There's going to be priest. Moses is going to be leading, leading in that. Oh, it's going to be so nice. Yeah, Moses. Yeah, Moses. It's going to be really nice. You know, it's going to be so nice. Yes, very impressive. Yes, amen. Oh, man, it's going to be nice. 
we're literally going to, if we're faithful at the close of probation, see Christ step into the chariot, and we're going to behold he comes with the clouds. It is going to be so nice. Oh, man, it's going to be really nice. And I, I pray that, that, that our eyes will be open to see those spiritual things. But it says, but the world sees it when he's actually here. And it's too late. And they're going to run to the, but we need to see it before he gets here. Why? So our eyes would adjust to him literally being there. You know, because if the sun just boom, you're going to go blind. So, yeah. Amen. Yes, it's the second coming. It's going to, so this, this is going to be a powerful light that the Lord is going to show a powerful light. Amen. Yes. Amen. So going down. The Jews tried to stop the proclamation of the message that had been what? This is why I underlined this. This is predicted. If the triumphal entry is predicted, if this is predicted, 2016 was predicted, then therefore this is predicted. This is about to be fulfilled by based upon a prediction. Amen? And this prediction is going to swell to this prediction because the midnight cry swelled to this prediction 2016 swelled to this prediction which we're still riding which is going to something powerful is going to happen right there y'all following christ is trying to get get us ready to see something our eyes is about to see something happen right there fulfilling a prediction something in the bible is literally going to be fulfilled right there and we are going to ride the power of that influence all the way to the end. Amen? We're going to ride that influence to the end, um, to the cross, basically. So it says, uh, in the word of God, but prophecy must be fulfilled. The Lord says, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Listen to this. Somebody, somebody, somebody is to come in the spirit and the, and the power of Elijah. And when he appears, men may say, you are too what? You know how many times I heard that? I'm too earnest. You're too this. And you're too zealous. You're too that. All of that is nonsense. Is it true? That's all that matters. Is it true? Who are you to say I'm too earnest? I may be an apple tree. Just because I'm an apple and you don't like apple, it doesn't mean what I'm saying is not true. Leave my earnestness alone. Amen. This, this is my disposition. This is how I teach. Let the Lord govern me in how I teach. Let the Lord govern me. What you need to now test is try the spirit to the law and to the what? Testimony. If, and see if there's any light in what is being taught. And stop allowing Satan to tell you he's too earnest. He's too strong when he says that. Who are you to tell me that? Unless the Lord revealed to you plainly and you bring the scriptures to show, look, here's what you're doing, then I'd have to receive it. Amen? But the, what we need to understand, is it true what's being said? The, the sin that people have, we, we have a hard time with, with, with looking at how someone presents something, how he shares something. I don't care. We shouldn't worry about any of that. What we should worry about is what is coming out of their mouth. That's what's important. That. Is it true what he's saying? After you prove that, then you'll understand why they're behaving that way. Amen? Then you'll know why they're acting that way. Or you may say, man, why is that truth not transforming him, though? 
But nonetheless, it's truth. I'm going with it. Amen. I'm going to receive that truth. If we, the day we look past that, I, I believe we will be much better people um, and, and willing to, to listen to others. But going on. She says, you do not interpret the scriptures in a proper way. Let me tell you how to teach your what? Matthew. How in the world am I going to tell Carrie how to teach accounting? I don't know nothing about accounting. But she's here saying something, but because I don't like the way her figures add up to this, let me tell you how to add. It, it, how, doesn't that sound stupid? That sounds very stupid. God showed you that light, and, and I'm going to come and let me tell you how to teach. No, I'm going to try the spirit. I'm going to try that light. That's the approach. Amen? I'm going to see if it's to the law and it's the test. And I always say this. The reason why this is not done is because it's hard work. It really is hard work because you really have to listen and you really have to go sit down with your Bible and study. And you really have, but God does it this way. Why? So that we would depend upon him and to see if it is so. Yes, it does give us time. And that's where healing takes place. How much time do I have? Eight minutes? All right. I'm going to go down to jump over. Oh, no, the next quote. There are many who cannot distinguish between the work of God and that of who? So what must we be able to do? Distinguish between the two. We must be able to distinguish. By the time this midnight cry comes, we must be able to have the ability to distinguish between God and man. Jesus came in what? Sinful flesh. So that man might have some sin in his life, but you know what? The Lord's going to give him light. Mm -hmm. He's going to give him light. And you need to determine, is this light genuine or is it a counterfeit? Amen? That's your responsibility to, to determine that. People, everyone is looking for some holy, super holy guy yeah. to come and teach the light. But Jesus came in sinful flesh. Yeah. He came in a... They were thinking he was going to come with all the pomp and beauty and it's super holy. But he was holy. But what made him holy? The word of God. Amen. Go ahead. Yes, amen. They're looking for, they want Jeff to be the super, super person before they accept it. They wanted in 2014 to see super people doing it to, to accept it. In 2016, they wanted to see this super person doing everything right before they accept it. And, it, and uh, here, same disease. They want to see some special people out there feeding the poor and clothing naked people before they accept the truth. Man, is it true? It's, it's, amen. Amen. Yes, amen, from, from their sin. Go ahead, say I, if I know what you... They, what, say it again. Because you know what God is going to do? Make it happen. Yes, he's going to make it happen. Amen. So you know what the Lord's going to do for some of us because we're faithful? He's going to finally give us victory over some things we've been struggling with. He's going to make it happen. And even though it happened, these hypocrites are still going to say false light false light. He rose Lazarus from the dead. He made it happen. False light. It's still man's power. They still said it was the power of Satan. He overcame that sin in the power of Satan. What in the world are you talking about? Satan came to give people victory over sin? I thought his goal was to bring people into sin. But that's what's being taught. That is, it's, that's a stupid thinking. Satan's goal is to bring you in bondage, but God gives you victory over sin, and you ascribe victory over sin to Satan? 
Only God can give you victory over sin. And you give that power to Satan? Man, your house is left onto you desolate. That's what Christ is going to say. Well, let Satan be your judge. Well, my people, I'll be their judge. That's a stupid way of thinking. Amen? It's stupid. It's stupid then. It's stupid today. Only Christ has the power to resurrect and give new life. Satan cannot do that. It's a deception when he does it. It's only to bring you into bondage, not out of bondage. Christ doesn't bring into bondage. He brings out of bondage and bondage to himself, to him. To bring you into his service. That's that bondage Christ brings you into. Service to keep God's law. All right, I'm going to close it around here because it will take some time to go through the next one. Um, if I think I have light. The Jews tried to stop. There are many. Um, I shall tell you the truth. We must not. Okay, go down to the bowl of the next quote. Um, Brethren, we must not put our dependence in man. Cease from man whose breath is in his nostrils. For wherein is he to be accounted of? You must hang. You must what? Hang. hang your helpless souls upon Jesus. Jump down to the next one. If there is a point of truth, keep these things in uppermost in your mind. If there is a point of truth that you do not understand upon which you do not agree, investigate. Compare scripture with scripture. Sink the shaft of truth down, in, down deep into the mind of God's word. You must lay your... your yourselves and your opinions on the altar of God put away your preconceived ideas and let the spirit of heaven guide you into all truth amen hang this up in your mind light a new light is always going to come and whenever new light comes, God how does the Lord does it it never comes in the way in which we're looking for it it doesn't it always comes in a manner altogether different to everybody amen because the Lord is trying our spirit to see if we have his spirit amen because those who have his spirit will do what this says. They'll sit down and they'll investigate. We've been through too many shakings to come to this one and go out. Too many. And you know how I know this is right? Because in the narrow way vision, they wow, how do they say it? Oh, man. The Lord has led us this led far, us yes. This far. He Amen. Will he will not fail us. That's the spirit we should have by the time we reach here. The Lord has led us this far. He's not going to let us down. He explained this to me at 9-11. He explained it to me in 2014. He explained it to me in 2016. He explained it to me here. So he's going to explain it to me here. Amen. He took us through all these shakings and he didn't fail us. Why? Because our confidence was in the Bible and the Bible only. Amen. And it didn't matter who. It didn't matter if it was Jeff. It didn't matter if it was Mark. It didn't matter if it was Swindon. It didn't matter if it was Taon. It didn't matter if it was Shondell. It didn't matter if it was anyone. If they were teaching the truth, it didn't matter if it was Mario in, in um, Jamaica. It didn't matter who was teaching it. Because we love to hear God's word, it didn't matter who God used to bring his word because we love to hear his word. Amen? That's what Swindon was saying with Joseph Faith. It didn't matter if it was Samuel Snow. Joseph Faith loved to hear God's word. So wherever God's word is, there was Joseph Bates. Amen? Wherever God's word is, there was Ellen White. Wherever God's word is, there is Jesus Christ himself. Because he says, where two or three are gathered, what? There I am in the midst. Wherever they're gathered in my name, that's the key, in my name. Because they love to hear my name, I'm there. And if we love to hear Jesus' name, we're there. Amen? So we won't run from, from nonsense that people bring before us. Try the Spirit. And I pray that the Lord will encourage us not to be afraid of teachings we don't understand. That's the disposition our first parents had. 
And we need to overcome that. The only way to overcome fear is to what? Face it. You know they had a saying in the, in the military when I was there. Fear. False evidence appearing real. That's what fear, and that's what they taught us. And it's true. It's true in one sense. It's true. Satan's evidence is what? False. It appears to be real. But it's only there to make you afraid. But what does the Lord say? Face your fears. Because David faced the fear of the lion, he was prepared to face the Goliath of errors. Because he stood up to the error of the lion and the bear, he was now prepared to face Satan's secret weapon, Goliath. And David was not afraid to stand up to him because he says, the Lord is my strength. He's my shepherd. And I shall not fear what man, I, David didn't fear anything. And I pray the Lord will have, give us that spirit. Um, I want, because I want that spirit. So um, I want to read one more quote. I wish I had time to go through Nathaniel. Oh, man, I wish I had some time. But um, there are many among us. Which one? Nathaniel? No, the one, the one above? Said, okay. My brother said at one time that he would not hear anything concerning the doctrine we hold. Listen to For what? For what? For what? So why, why did Adam and Eve run? For fear. He's just manifesting the same thing. For fear, he should be con convinced. Brother Wesley, you tell me this all the time with your father. Because of fear of being convinced. He don't want to hear it. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. But here's what the Lord says about that. He would not come to the meetings or listen to the discourses, but, but he afterward declared that he saw he was as guilty as if he had heard them. Your father is in the same condemnation because he's just as guilty as if he heard them. Amen? Because he's made a conscious thought. Because I know truth is there. Yes, and I'm not going. This is in every one of us, this spirit. But going on, it says, God had given him an opportunity to know the truth, and he would hold him responsible for this opportunity. There are many among us who are prejudiced against the doctrines that are now being discussed. They will not come to hear. They will not calmly investigate, but they put forth their objections in the dark. They are perfectly satisfied with their hiding behind the trees. Amen. Amen. 9-11, 2014, 2016, right here. So we're going to see the same spirit not overcome manifest itself again right here. Amen? Amen? Now is the time to put that spirit away from us. How? The papacy to reveal the hidden evil that's sitting in his church that doesn't agree with the teaching. Y'all follow? I have to tell us this. I have to tell myself this. If there's a point I don't understand, I ask the Lord, Lord, and I, I, I'm telling you by experience, he has really explained things to me when I, don't un I literally don't understand something. I wish I could share some of them with y'all. Lord, I don't understand. I didn't understand something about tithes and offering. I, I, I knew, not that it should be returned, not, not the basic stuff that we should know, but I'm like, Lord, who should get it? How should they get it? Lord, how do we show this? Lord, how can we, I want to be able to teach tithes and offering and showing people that they should send their tithes to this place. And you know what our loving God did? Man, he opened it up to my mind. I was so happy. I'm like, God, I never knew it was that easy. It really is that easy. Christ is right. Come on to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is what? Easy. The truth is easy to understand. It's not hard. 
Just look up what easy means. Easy means not difficult to understand. It's, it, I'm t- it's, Christ is really true. Amen. It's, yes, it's the work. Amen. That's, it's the work that people run from. The putting away, the searching, the digging, the doing the work, that's what we really don't want to do. We want an easier way. We want somebody to go dig and come tell me. We don't want to go dig so Christ can tell you. We don't want that kind of work. That's why we naturally just go to men, because let him do the work, and, and, and I'll just go about my business and be idle. Yeah, amen. Now, nah, we need to overcome those things. We've got to search for the light. So, but when the Lord showed me that, I was really happy, because I know I wasn't taught it by men. I was taught it by Jesus Christ himself. And I, yes, it's sweeter that way. And I know it's true, because he, I know it's true, because it was in harmony with everything else. So I knew it was true, and I readily, readily received. And I said, I, all I could do was thank God for such an experience. And I want more of that experience. I want more, and that should be all of our desire. Yeah. Amen. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. They shall be what? Yeah. I was hungry, and the Lord filled me. He satisfied my hungering to understand tithes and offering. He satisfied it. He, he filled me up, and he'll do the same for us. So um, I want to read one. There's one. I want to read. And one more. Oh, here it is. Go to the bottom, page 17. <coughs> bottom page 17. I would, if you have time, you could read those quotes with, with, with Nathaniel in light of the context of this. They're really nice, and I, I encourage. But this one, I love this one. The last quote. Um, everyone see October 1st, Review and Herald? Okay. Do we really believe the Bible? Do we really believe that we may attain to the knowledge of God? That is presented before us in this text. Do we believe every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God? Do we believe the words that have been spoken by prophets and apostles, by Jesus Christ, who is the author of all light and blessing, and in whom dwelleth all richness and fullness? Do we really believe in God and in his Son? That's what God asks us. And you know how we show that we believe in him? By studying the Bible. If we don't study the Bible, then we're showing we don't really believe what the Bible actually says. And what is it that we don't believe? We don't believe that Christ says there's a midnight cry coming, that there's a crisis coming, and five are foolish. The foolish ones, they believed to some degree. That's it. But their belief stopped at the work. That's where it stopped. Amen? They, they weren't willing to be what? Doers of what they believed, showing that they really didn't have real genuine faith in what was being taught to them was death yes they didn't believe that amen so they continued practicing sin but was it open no they were catholics they were roman catholics in the church amen the foolish virgins are roman catholics they're jesuits in hiding all the foolish virgins are jesuits we we, the jesuit understanding is broader than just the jesuits the natural jesuit is only a sign of the spiritual jesuits amen judas was a jesuit he was a Roman Catholic at heart. He hated the teachings of Christ, but he never openly expressed it. He wouldn't do that because he knew if he did, what was going to happen? Christ was going to rebuke that spirit. So he, that's, Judas was afraid to share what he had because he knew a rebuke would immediately follow. Amen? And Christ wants us to overcome these things. So I just want to encourage us this week that's coming after the, today. Study our Bibles. And I don't mean study as in taking up your Bible, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. No, actually study the Bible. Amen? And 
Yes, take the rules and ask the Lord to understand the things in which he's opening up. I, God is, I'm, I, as I am understanding what he's opening, he's laboring with us right here. He's laboring with us really hard to do what? To plant our feet where? On the Bible. Because the light he really wants to show us here, it's going to be nice and it's going to be sweet. But it's only going to be sweet to the one who was studying. Amen? It only comes from the scriptures. And when it's opposed, when, it, when this light comes, it's going to be, it's going to really be opposed. It's going to be opposed. And, and, and for us, it's going to be shaken too because it's new to us. And, but by the grace of God, hopefully because of our studies and, our, and our, the efforts we put in to understand, we will be greatly rewarded when that light comes. Amen? Let us pray. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, I, um, I believe, as with all of us, we really want to thank you for your Bible, Lord. Oh, Lord. We, we understand that this is what you've given to be our guide, um, a guide to our feet and a light to our path. And it's always been that way. And we, and we want to thank you for it. And I pray, dear Father, that whatever truth or aspect of this message that we're in doubt upon, please, Lord, help us to be willing to come to the scriptures. And to, and to ask you to unravel these doubts so that we can see our way clearly and, and graciously receive the truth and walk in it. And whatever is hindering us, O oh Lord, from studying the Bible, please help us to take it out of the way. Please give us the strength to put it away from us. Lord, at the end of the day, I know the reason that we don't study is because of our feelings. We don't feel like doing it. And because we don't feel like doing it, O oh Lord, Satan supplies something else for us to go do so that we don't take the time to go and study. Even when you purposefully make time for us to go study, you remove so many obstacles out of our way, whether it be finance, at times you will give us a large sum of money so that bills is not a problem, and what you're telling us, search the scriptures. But yet we find something else to attach our minds to, to worry about and consider and find time to go do that. Lord, help us to stop doing those things and, 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 and sinning against you by disobeying your command to search the scriptures. But help us to be willing, O oh Lord, every opportunity we have to study. And if we think we don't have any opportunity, help us to sacrifice something that's taking the time and to go study the scriptures. And I pray and ask, O oh Lord, that whatever you reveal to us, please help us to be willing to walk in that light. Because you will reveal something to us if we're sincere. And I just ask that you help us to be willing to walk in it, to receive it. And if we think it's light, also to do our duty and to share it with those around us. Please forgive us of our sins. May you create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. And may you continue to help us to keep this day holy and help our conversations to be pure and upon, and upon on thoughts of God today, O oh Lord. Help us not to talk about anything that has nothing whatsoever to do with the Sabbath. And we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.